KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take a look at the economy as we do every week. And boy, is there a lot to talk about. Unemployment, stimulus, a boat stuck in the Suez Canal. We cover it all with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice, Villanova School of Business. Give a listen. So let's start the jobless claims this past week, 684,000. It's still a big number, but nearly 100,000 claims down from the week before. And I know something you've been looking for. We finally have dipped below 700,000. First time since the pandemic started that we've hit a a number below 700,000. That's true. So it's uh, it's a whole year now at this point, and we are finally under seven hundred thousand, which is about a hundred thousand less than the estimates of all the economists and all the companies that do these kinds of uh, data and put that out. So that's a good thing. I hope it continues. I'm thinking it will in the Northeast portion of the United States, especially as the weather gets warmer. Uh, We're getting towards Passover and Easter. Uh, People are going to start getting outside a little bit more, uh, buying things as well uh, with the stimulus checks that they've received or or the direct deposits of the stimulus checks. And that's all a positive thing for all of us. To that point, talking about the the stimulus, it hit for a lot of people last week. I think they're expecting more waves here. Are you seeing anything that indicates we are seeing already tangible effects of that money being uh, flooding the marketplace? Well, we are. I've had some discussions this week with a lot of municipal leaders in the tri-state area and specifically in the four county area outside of Philadelphia. And all of the people that work in planning and zoning, uh, the building permits, license and inspections are very busy. They're trying to keep up with, with all the people who are who are putting in for maybe additions, renovations to their properties because uh, they've been around for a year. They haven't been on vacation, so they may have some extra money. They've received some stimulus money. Maybe they're getting a tax refund as well as the spring is traditionally a time when people would go to Home Depot and Lowe's and all those kinds of places to spend money on their homes, their backyards. And to that point, because we saw retail numbers spike in January when people got stimulus money, a lot more is being given out this time. We could see some really impressive retail numbers the next couple months, couldn't we? We could. That's going to help the places like Simon Properties up in King of Prussia, which is mainly commercial and and retail, a little bit of of residential. But areas of that nature really do depend on the business taxes from the businesses, from people spending money. And that's a good thing because that's going to help out the GDP for the first quarter of this year when we start seeing those numbers at the end of April. GDP for the fourth quarter, stronger than expected uh, at 4.3% from uh, 2020. That's good news. That is good news, Matt. I think that that has surpassed my expectations. I was thinking we'd be in the three eights, three nines, but that shows that people were spending during Christmas time. It also shows that that part of our GDP is investment. Part of it is government spending, and it's also exports and imports. Sounds like Fed Chairman Jerome Powell uh, happy with how the economy is recovering more quickly than expected, he said, uh, thanks largely to stimulus and vaccines. Of course, if he listened to us the last several weeks, he would have obviously seen this coming because we kind of been touting the same thing, that a lot of the arrows are, are pointing in the right direction. 
You're right, Matt. In fact, you just reminded me. I forgot to send him our podcast last week. <laughs> I, think I'll, I think I'll do it this week. Uh, he did speak. He talked about the rebound from COVID. And he said it's taken shape faster than all the policymakers had expected. But he also emphasized that the Federal Reserve could take additional measures gradually if, in fact, they start to see inflation heat up a little bit more. So he still has his finger on the pulse, and I'm happy about that when it comes time to inflation. In fact, I've started to actually see gas prices ease the past two or three days, which is a positive sign. We've got this boat stuck in the Suez Canal that uh, has been a big news story here. Uh, You know, obviously, I think it's easy for people to make jokes and stuff like that and funny memes on the internet but this will have real world impacts on the economy because it's really disrupting a lot of supply chain situations no absolutely it is anytime you go through a canal i've been down to the panama canal a couple times and i've seen what happens if the if the canal closes up for a day or two all the boats are jammed up uh and those boats are carrying lots of items from all around the world uh to the to the americas and everywhere else you know we can all make like you said jokes about it in fact it'd be an opportune time for a musician to write a song about it but be that as it as it may you're right the supply chains will be interrupted every time i uh, also see the news. I get a little nervous uh, for many reasons about tornadoes. You feel bad for the people in our country that get hit with that. But there again, supply chains could be interrupted, especially when we have big storms, let's say, in the Gulf of Texas or in the Gulf of uh, down by New Orleans, all those places where the, our oil rigs are. We've talked several times over the last several months that uh, if things continued on the trend, could be a very good summer for the Jersey Shore after having the weather, the storm of the, the heart of the pandemic last year. And you were telling me, uh, I think we've both had kind of anecdotes that have pointed us in that direction. And you were telling me some fascinating things you were hearing. Right. Besides hearing from realtors that I know down the shore that live there year round, I've been getting some texts and some phone calls from uh, people that we know down there saying that people are, since there's not much left, this this summer, they're actually going through the tax records, which you can because it's public knowledge, and just calling people willy-nilly saying, oh, do you mind giving up your house for a week? We'd love to pay you double or triple what you would normally rent it. And people are saying, we don't usually rent it. And they're saying, but we haven't been away in a year. And this is happening between uh, Longport all the way down to the, to the Wildwoods. It's something that's more underground. You don't hear about it in the news as much because it's just people taking it upon themselves any which way they can. I do know a few bed and breakfasts in Ocean City that last year were at 20% capacity. They were already booked at 90% for this year, which is a good thing. Absolutely. And you were also mentioning to me work on the Pennsylvania budget continues? It does. Uh, Our governor is trying every little which way he can to balance this budget. It's going to be very difficult because the pandemic did hit the budget very hard when you have closures such as sales tax, income tax. One of the proposals that he has brought up, and again, he's just floating these proposals whether we agree with them or not. This is what budget processes do. You float all kinds of proposals. He was thinking of lowering the gasoline tax in the state of Pennsylvania to close to zero, which is a good thing for you and I, Matt, and our families and all our friends and everybody in the listening audience of KYW. However, uh, the municipalities, the finance directors I'm talking to are a little bit nervous about that because most municipalities, if not all in the state of Pennsylvania, and there's close to 2,700 of them, rely on the gasoline tax to fix up their roads, uh, 
streetlights, uh, all those kinds of things that have to do with road resurfacing, the, painting the lines of the roads, filling potholes. So that would mean the municipalities would have to find another source to be able to do that and continue those road resurfacing programs. To that point, it sounds like the next big item that the Biden administration is teeing up would be a multi-trillion dollar infrastructure bill. Uh, infrastructure overall in this country is something we've desperately needed. Uh, how big would this be if anything close to what they're talking about were to get passed and we could get shovels in the ground? Right. I think it's at least a trillion, if not if not more. In fact, this past stimulus package that came out, some of the infrastructure that cities and, and municipalities are allowed to spend money on are things for such as water, storm sewers, sewers, broadband infrastructure. What the Biden administration is talking about is roads, bridges, culverts, tunnels, all those kinds of things that have been lacking, I'm going to say, for a long time. Remember, a lot of these bridges were built – over 50 years ago, so they've seen their lifespan many decades uh, past us. So we really do need to take a look at how we're going to pay for that, whether it's going to be a universal gas tax or some other kind of funding, or is it just going to be what we've done in the past and just issue more debt and, and pay for it later? That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.